we're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Did you ever stop to think about what a mess this world would be in if it wasn't for we Christians? No wonder Jesus said you're the salt of the earth. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You see, this whole world would have already been destroyed if it weren't for us. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. Said, I've had people introduce me as a great man of faith. I always get up and say, now I want to correct that. God can't bless error, and that's error. He can't bless lies, and that's a lie. And some of them even got mad at me because I did, but I have to. I said, in the first place, I'm not a great man, and I'm not a great man of faith. I'm just a man with faith in a great God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Now, there's an important principle, a nugget of truth in this scripture in Genesis 18. Let's get back to it now. When Abraham is interceding for the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, and certainly that's what he is because according to the dictionary, to intercede means to act between parties with a view to reconciling differences. Well, you see, of course, there is a difference between Sodom and Gomorrah and God. Amen. I said, Amen. Let's go on reading now. 28th verse. Peradventure, there shall lack five of the fifty. Will thou destroy all the city for the lack of five? And he, that is the Lord, said, If I shall find there forty and five, that's forty-five righteous people, I will not destroy it. 29th verse. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Peradventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. 30th verse. And he said unto him, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Peradventure, there shall thirty be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. Verse 31. And he said, Behold now, that's Abraham, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure, there shall be found twenty there. And he, the Lord, said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. Surely you could find twenty righteous people there. Seems reasonable, doesn't it? Let's go on reading, though. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. 32nd verse. And I will speak yet but this once. I wish he hadn't said that. <laughs> I will speak yet but this once. In other words, just going to speak one more time. I believe if he had said, if he had gone on, because the Lord said, All right, if I find ten, I'll spare it. I believe I don't have any scripture that would contradict it according to what we read here. I believe that, that he had said, Now, Lord, if you can find five, 
I believe the Lord would have said, all right, if I find five righteous there, I'll not destroy the city. Then I believe if Abraham said, now, Lord, I'm going to speak to you just one more time. Got that one more time way down at the end. Would you spare the city just for the sake of one? I believe he'd have said, all right, I'll spare it for the sake of one. You got any scripture that would contradict that? According to this scripture we read here, it seemed he heard every prayer and answered every one of them, didn't he? I'm thoroughly convinced, to me at least, that the Lord would have done it. He'd have said, yes, I'll spare it for one. But Abraham stopped at 10. Verse 32, peradventure, 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10 sake. Yet right on the other hand, what a tremendous statement. Think about that. I will not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, those wicked cities, for 10 sake. Hallelujah. Now imagine that. Imagine God saying that he would spare that wicked place. He had already spoken about the cry of the wickedness that had come up to him. And, and, and their sin was grievous. About the sexual impurity of those cities. Yet he said he would spare the whole place. All the place, he said, for the sake of ten righteous men. Did you ever stop to think about what a mess this world would be in if it wasn't for we Christians? No wonder Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You see, this whole world would have already been destroyed if it weren't for us. You know, I can remember on back at oh, I spanned a few years before we had freezers, even before we had refrigerators, you know, electric refrigerators. We used to just have an ice box. You know what I mean? We'd call a refrigerator, we'd get an ice man come around. They used to make delivery. I remember remember that little boy that drive a uh, you know, ice wagon, you know, pulled by a horse. Then they went over to a car, ice truck. Us little boys run along behind it sometime, you know, delivering ice. My wife and I first got married. We didn't have an electric refrigerator. They had them then. We didn't have one. Not many people did. We had an ice box. You know, and those old, old ice boxes or refrigerators, we call them, would keep things pretty good, you know, for the day, especially, yeah. I never will forget when we finally got one. We was pastoring our second church. I was on my fourth church. My wife had been with me on two or three of them, I guess. We was pastoring our third church before we ever got an electric refrigerator. My, 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 my. I got the thing, you know, with nothing down, paid $2.50 a month paying it out. I mean, you could just, you know, these are, these are late depression days. Or, or actually, we began, we hadn't gotten into the war yet, but it's, Starting and prices and wages were frozen and so on and so forth. And, uh, and I remember we had our second child, you know, just a, Pat was just a baby. And, and you know, you'd feed her a bottle about every, every four hours. You had to feed her at 10 about the time, about 2 o'clock in the morning, about 6 o'clock in the morning. 
About every four hours, she'd wake up and start crying. You would keep that bottle, you see, already fixed in the refrigerator. Now then they've got them, you know, and eventually I got me one, but uh, we didn't have one anyway, so I'd just keep a pan on the stove, you know, and light that, get the water hot, put the bottle in it, because you've got to get it so warm, you know. Put it here on your wrist, you see. You get it too hot, anybody know anything about that? But see, I got this electric refrigerator, and, and, and so I got me a good recipe to make ice cream. And I'd stand there at 2 o'clock in the morning and eat ice cream. <laughs> Boy, I had a good recipe. I mean, I had a good one. And at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> Boy, I thought we was topping tall carton. We got an electric refrigerator. Yes, sir. But nonetheless... Before we got all those, you know, I remember Grandpa used to kill hogs. Well, see, they would salt that meat down to preserve it. Salt is a preservative. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sure. Some of the older ones do particularly. Well, you see, he said, you're the salt of the earth. You see, this world is bad enough. No doubt about that. Just like Sodom and Gomorrah was bad enough. But if it wasn't for the Christians, it would certainly be rotten. Amen. Because you're the salt of the earth. If the salt has lost its savor, it is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out, to be trodden under foot of men. Amen. Well, have we lost our savor? No, thank God we can still change things in prayer. We can still get the job done. We can hold back judgment, even on the unsaved. We can give them a little more time to hear the gospel. So God told Abraham... That if there were ten righteous found in Sodom and Gomorrah, he would spare the cities. Well, now you get over on one side, and it's certainly true, all right, but nobody's told you something you don't know. You can get talking about crime here in America. You get talking about the drug scene. You get talking about everything that's happening. And you go to church, and they give you all them statistics, and you go home with all them statistics hanging over your head, and you feel like you'd, you're... You know, sort of like the last leaf of summer. But I believe there are more than 10 righteous people in America. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't you? In fact, I know they are. We got more than that right here. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that there are people who will take their place in prayer just as Abraham did in intercession. If we will, we can change things. And it doesn't take a great number to do it. Notice that Abraham, just one man are doing it. Just one man. Too many times we read in the newspapers, and I'll tell you, the older I get, the more I, I come to agree with Smith Wigglesworth. Now you folks, uh, you know, uh, because I don't say, I, I don't think Brother Summerall's been here in the last two years, but he comes every once in a while and you know, he's been in the ministry for over 50 years now. And he can tell you a lot of interesting things because he's preached all around the world for years, 80 different countries. But when he was a young man, he lived for three years there in Great Britain. He said, I'd go see Brother Willisworth now every day. Tell you a number of interesting things. He said, one day I knocked on his door. See, Willisworth's over in his 80s now. And he said, I knocked on the door and uh, he'd bought him a newspaper, had that newspaper under his arm. And Wigglesworth, you know, came to the door and saw him, invited him in. He started in, Wigglesworth grabbed it, no, said, you can't bring that newspaper in here? No, sir. Took hold of it and threw it, 
to one side. You can't bring that newspaper in my house. I don't allow anything in my house that's talking about what the devils are doing. Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Untapped Power of Praise. Also from Lynette Hagan, the CD Fuel Your Passion for God. There's a special bonus, the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Staying Positive in a Negative World for Free. All this for the special price of $19. That's $13.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And you know, I want to say, uh, would you like to join us in prayer for our nation? Our nation needs a lot of prayer, and prayer does change, change things. things. That's right. And the Word of God says that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will heal their land. And our land needs a lot, a lot of, of healing. healing. Yes. So I just encourage you to join with us here at Rama, here at Kenneth Hagin Ministries in praying for our nation. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagin's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.